Hey, Steph. What's up? What are you drinking there? Uh, this is a Manhattan mm-hmm. that you who made that fashioned up. Oh, that was me. All right. Hey, foos. It's uh, it's episode two hundred and fifty-one. Welcome back, and thank you for joining us once again for another uh, fantastic episode, uh, Halloween tastic episode, I guess, of the Foo Bar Show. It's weenie tastic. <sighs> You're welcome. Before we get into anything like that. Get yourself your own very own FUBAR Show merch at FUBARSHOW.com. Find all kinds of items like t-shirts, totes, travel mugs, magnets, and baby onesies in tons of colors and styles. Go to our merch page found at FUBARSHOW.com to check that all out. Next up, click on the link for SoCal Rock Band, The Fallen Electric at the bottom of FUBARSHOW.com for music, tour dates, and merch. On Saturday, November 6th, I will be at Canyon Inn in your Belinda, California, playing with the Fallen Electric from 9.30 p.m. to 1.30 a.m. Free to enter 21 and over and a full bar available for you to properly enjoy an evening with the Fallen Electric. And lastly, Grass Store, everybody. One of the best cannabis delivery services I've ever dealt with, bar none. They service L.A., Orange County, and select parts of the Inland Empire in Southern California. Go to foobarshow.com and check at check out our grass store banner. And first time users get 30% off of their purchase. Thanks to those who click on our banner and show us some love. Uh we're seeing that love come through. We don't know who you are, but god damn it, write us in. Tell us what you're buying. That'd be cool. We can talk about that on the show too. So uh, you know how to get us. You know how to get a hold of us. Fucking douchebags. All right. All right, Steph. You ready for episode 251? <clears throat> Um, you know, I'm feeling a little heartburn. So we're not doing this anymore? Might have been some indigestion. What did we eat? Um, we ate some, some chicken. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am on my second drink, so maybe it's... <laughs> uh, <coughs> you're all right? <laughs> Should we stop recording right now? <sighs> oh, oh, shit, what's happening? Uh, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> Martini Studios in Ontario, California. It's the Fubar Show. Hey, what is up, everyone? I am Tosi. That's Steph. Thank y'all very much for listening into the Fubar Show. Thanks for hitting subscribe and remember to rate, review, and tell your friends like a champ. You can always get in touch with us and get our merch at foobarshow.com. That's F-O-O-Barshow.com. And search F-O-O-Barshow on YouTube, Tumblr, Twitter, and Instagram. Check us out. Drop us a line and we'll foo it up like a couple of foos. Ain't that right, Steph? That's right. Yeah. And I've got a little present for you. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, an alien just burst out of your chest there. That's right. So, um, yeah, you're, uh, you're very method with the way you went about that. Yeah. You've been wearing that for hours. No. Uh, yeah, this is uh, supposed to be the Halloween episode of the Bar Show, only because we're recording it on Halloween itself. Yeah. Uh, that's about it. Now, the spirit of Halloween isn't as alive as, as it used to be, and I blame COVID on that. Uh, on top of that, I blame I blame it on us just getting old. <laughs> you know, the only, the, only reason, the only reason we associate ourselves with Halloween as much as we do is just because of all the alcohol involved. Yes. And all the festivities that go about that kind of thing. Well, right? th- at this point, yeah. Um, I'm still excited to see what costumes people come up with. Yeah. That's still you a saw highlight some last for me. night. I played a show last night in your Belinda. 
uh, at the Canyon Inn. And there were some people dressed with some, you know, clever costumes. Yeah, I mean, you had the usual like pirates. There was definitely Jack Sparrow. There was another mm. pirate there. Um, there was some easy costumes, some pullover costumes like the Fred Flintstone. Yeah. There was a uh, Buzz Lightyear who, which was a bikini and it actually glowed in the dark. So I was pretty impressed with That's that. That's pretty cool. So That's pretty cool. Kudos yeah. for you. A couple devils yeah. running around. There was one who was like a storm uh-huh. and she had put clouds, like cotton balls, okay. like an actual storm. And then there was like a lightning bolt headdress that she was wearing. You didn't have to explain it, right? You, so, just by looking at so, her, you can tell what it was? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So she's not storm from X-Men. No. She's a literal storm. Storm, yeah. Got it. Yeah. She could have just gotten the, the storm outfit for the X-Men. No? Uh, well, I don't think you would really know. Well, if if it was the animated one, yes, you would know. But the more modern ones, everybody wears the same thing. It's all like that black leotard with the X. Right. Well, I I, it is, it is cheaper. It yeah. is cheaper to go that way. I was Jubilee. You were Jubilee. Yeah, that's right. That's, that's right. what uh, you've been Jubilee before. Now, one thing that I keep telling you that you have to uh, you have to add like a, a little comedic flair to your Jubilee costume. I know. And I've been saying, you know, like Jubilee has the uh, is it a hot pink shirt? Hot t- pink shirt, uh, yellow jacket. It's usually a yellow trench coat, but yeah. I went with like a, a leather just a jacket. Leather jacket. It's nice. It's a nice yellow leather jacket. It's like uh, it's like a mustard yellow, but it's really nice. Yeah, it's not in your face yellow. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, what I keep saying is for you to get a yarmulke, <laughs> the same color as the fucking t-shirt, put it on you, and then you could be Jubilee. Yeah. I think it would get laughs left and right. I think... Even from our Jewish friends. It would be funnier if I was Jewish. You keep saying that, but that's part of the irony. No, I just... I, I, I wouldn't feel right. All right. I wouldn't feel right. I'm just saying... So anyway, that was that was last night. Okay. And so today I am one of the crew members from Nostromo from the alien, the first alien movie that sadly did not make it. Right. Because I've got a chestburster. Yeah, the chestburster killed him. It's my gift to you. And slowly <laughs> it will turn into a face hugger and implant itself into your face. I hope so. so. I hope so for this podcast sake. Um, anyway, uh, we, uh, we, we're missing Josh. We're missing Josh because he had something to do. He had a study for some uh, test for a job he's trying to get with the county. Yeah, he was busy dressing up his dogs as Ben and Robin. <laughs> and apparently the dogs did not like that. Uh, based on the picture that he sent us, uh, they, they looked very depressed about their state of existence in that very moment. That poor sure. dog. And, uh, and I hope he dies of the incurable condition of being a little bitch. Yeah, and, that, and then there's... <laughs> And then there's that. <laughs> <laughs> so um, another thing with Halloween, as I was describing at the beginning, was that we got some trick-or-treaters, right? Right. Uh, despite the fact that the majority of the lights in our house were off because uh, we forgot to get candy, much last week, and we actually didn't think we'd get trick-or-treaters considering the circumstances. Not only is our neighborhood quite boring, yeah. I don't really see too many children out anyway. Well, that's the whole reason I just didn't buy candy i purposely didn't buy candy because Mm. the last couple years we've gotten maybe one or two and even then it's like it's not it doesn't justify me buying a whole bag of candy just to give to like two groups that you're just going to end up eating for the rest of the year yeah 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 essentially so we just exonated the candy and uh and it was what just one group of children that pulled up right i felt like it was one group that went 
in different pairs. <laughs> like it was a big group and yeah. they each like broke off into like different pairs and came up to the house. Oh, okay. And I had to tell them, no, there's no candy. We don't have any candy. And they were kind of still waiting there. <laughs> like candy, like, please. lady, the candy. I at need, once. I need the candy. Can you put the candy in my bag? Open the door and give me some candy. It's like, right. there's no candy here. <laughs> and then one of the kids, the audacity. Oh. What are you teaching these kids? She gave me like the stink eye. This girl could not have been older than seven years old. Mm-hmm. She gave me the face like, excuse me? There's no candy? There's no candy? <laughs> How what dare do you, you? Do you know what day How it is? How dare you? You are a terrible human being for not giving the kids some candy. We had candy lying around the house. You could have just, but we ha- you, okay. You we didn't. have we have four pieces of candy. Okay, and that's they, one each. There was like ten kids. Okay, they can share. Okay, <laughs> I was telling oh, I was telling you this earlier. Like I wanted to do for next Halloween. Yeah, I want to dress up as a lunch lady and just have a tray of lasagna, <laughs> and then anytime somebody opens the door. Just hot, fresh lasagna. I'm just scooping it in and, and put it, in their, it in their bags. Yeah. yeah. Here's your trick, kids. What was it? Oh, that the wedding singer? Two scoops for you, you too skinny. What was that? That that was that scene in the wedding singer with the meatballs, right? Right, right. One of his uh his clients couldn't pay him in cash, so she paid him in meatballs. Oh, so cute. And she was like she she really wanted him to take a bite out of it. So he took a bite out of it. And she was so happy that she put her hands on top of the meatballs, which were in his hands. And squished him down. Oh, that yeah. movie's so good. So now we're pariahs in the neighborhood. Cunt. Yeah. 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 So <laughs> uh, don't be surprised if this house is covered in uh, in eggs and eggshells in the morning. Because you wouldn't give these kids some candy, Steph. What the hell? Candy's not cheap anymore. It's not. Oh. What's that about now? Right. Yeah. Here, uh, here. Uh, you know, um, I don't know what's worse because knowing you, you probably would have gotten a bag of like candy corn, loose candy corn, and provided them with some of that. Uh, so which which Quite. is worse, not getting anything or getting a small bag of uh, a, a small Ziploc bag, nay, a small cocaine baggie of candy corn? Well, the joke's on you because I actually like candy corn, so I would. You're in a mind, minority. Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't mind candy corn, um, but on the contrary, I actually do give out good candy bars mm. full size candy bars you wouldn't know it if you came to the house this year though nope but you know via the old house i would give out full size candy bar so you know they missed out this year also we don't have enough kids and i'm not going to spend all that money on a box of full size candy bar for 10 kids and i hope he dies of the incurable condition of being a little bitch <laughs> <laughs> yeah all right, so today we're doing something a little different. Uh, we're not uh, we're not doing the whole fucking show. It's not because we're missing Josh. It's because we're lazy, and uh, a lot of it has to do. You know, at this time of the year, we start dwindling down the season. It's uh, it's supposed to be where you know a lot of uh, podcasts, TV shows, series, they tend to ramp up their production when it comes to their season finale. Not the Fubar show. Oh, not the Fubar show. We don't do that kind of bullshit at the Fubar show. No, we wind down. We wind down with alcohol, with some cherries in it, uh, anything, because uh, that's that's the fiber we're getting today, and uh, and uh, and we just disappear. You know, I think yeah. Uh, I think in season one and two, we just uh, stopped at like Thanksgiving season three, which was last year. Um, 
we were taught a very important lesson by not continuing the show after Thanksgiving because we almost got COVID at the end of the year. Remember All that right. shit? <laughs> that was, I think it was, wasn't it after Christmas? We were really trying to power through. Yeah, no, we were powering through. I think we might have taken like a, we took Thanksgiving weekend off. I you think we even took Christmas listen off. Listen to me. And then we ended up doing one final show just days, maybe a day or two before the end of the year. And we had G-Baby on. We did a... We did a Podzilla. It was like a three-hour ordeal. It was a thing. And then, uh, it, you know, what it was it? Like January 2nd or 3rd, G-Baby hits us up, and he's just like, hey, guys, you guys all may have COVID. So <laughs> we're like, fuck. Fuck, I was pissed. We dude. were all pretty upset. And, you know, we've talked about it. We've had him on once, and we may have him again in a couple of weeks. We'll, we'll see how that goes. Um, just to, you know, just to, just to see how he's been, uh, what he's been up to. But... Um, that, that was, uh, so, all right, enough with the chest burster. Nobody. All right. So if no you want to check out this chest burster, uh, you can go on our YouTube or Instagram, however you consume us visually. Um, but anyway, all right, Steph. So we're the, what's on tap today is a health and such by Steph. Yes. Uh, the geeking out, which is the core of the show and some music highlights. So you want to just get into uh, health and such? Yes. All right. We'll be right back. Health and Such is brought to us by III, the first ever urology and optometry practice, all in one. Make your appointment today. Wow. You know, that could be very tricky. How's that? You know, if you don't wash your hands, you could get pink eye. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there, I mean, there's supposed to be a comma in between these IIIs. Get that third eye checked out, everybody. It's very important, specifically now that we're uh, what we're celebrating. Are we celebrating or observing Prostate Month? So November is mm-hmm. uh, it's an awareness. It's awareness. It's an awareness month for prostate cancer. Trust me, I'm aware it's there. So I believe we mentioned this on the podcast. I think it's reoccurring, like every year. I'll mention this on the podcast. So mo, yeah. it's Movember, right? So you pretty much. Don't shave, and whatever money that you were going to use on shaving products, go ahead and donate that to a prostate cancer awareness group. Or you can just shave and donate anyway. Yeah, or you can do that. (laughs) If you hold some kind of uh, job that requires you to look a certain way. Yeah, and generally speaking, like if you haven't seen the doctor all year, or you, you know, it's including last year. If you uh, skipped it because of, you know, you were in quarantine, you didn't want to go out. I mean, now would be a good time to actually go visit your doctor, get a checkup. Mm-hmm. November, December is usually the busiest time for physicians because uh, a lot of people's insurance is also going to end at the end of the year. Yeah. And it, you know, begins January 1st, essentially. And people with flexible spending accounts want to get their money in before they... The right. The so, yeah. you know, just get a checkup. It's probably going to cost you like a small copay if you have insurance. 20 bucks. And if you don't bucks, have insurance, maybe. start looking into that. There's affordable options out there for you. Yeah, because this um, country isn't looking to get into uh, universal health care anytime soon. So just uh, take care of your shit, everybody. Yeah, yeah, take care of yourself. Keep your body clean. <laughs> uh, but that's not what I really want to talk about. I have a couple stories here for you. Oh, you and actually have content. Yeah. Oh, right. I'm I actually, thought we were going to talk about prostates. I thought this was going in a very different direction, Steph. Well, why did I bring these toys? You know, there's a lot of. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to get into that. You know what? I'm actually a little relieved I forgot the lube. <gasps> oh, thank goodness. 
Mm-hmm. You know, they reach pretty deep in there to try to feel around. Okay. Anyway, not what I want to talk about. So, oh, okay. Not anymore, I have a couple stories for you. So, one of them is, um, what do you think is the most unhygienic part of the bathroom? Just off the top of your head. Uh, I mean, most people would venture to guess the rim of your toilet. The rim of the toilet. The rim of the toilet. Um, not the seat of not the toilet, the but the, the porcelain rim of the toilet, which gets a lot of the splashback. Right. Yeah. So that's one of the dirtier things. Okay. Also, if you have a shower curtain, mm. that's another uh, biohazard zone because a lot of times people, when they get out of the shower, don't open up the shower curtain to let it dry. So when it's folded accordion style, then all of that water kind of sinks in In other words, closing it so that it's stretched out, right? Right? Right. Okay. So you need, yeah, you need to open it. Open it? Open. You mean close it. Well, yeah, I guess if you're looking. You got to close it. You got to extend it. You you got to tell people. Okay, you're extending it. Uh Let's call it that. Because when I think of opening it, I'm just, you're you're literally expanding it. That's what I think of it. Then say expanding. Yeah, but I'm thinking that, oh, you're opening the shower curtain. No, you're closing the shower curtain. But no, you're, you're, you're forbidding access into the bathtub unless you actually bump into the shower curtain on mm, the way in mm-hmm. like a fucking animal. Mm-hmm. No, you're closing the shower curtain, Steph. That's not the way my brain thinks, though. Well, that explains a lot, Steph. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. And I hope he dies of the incurable condition of being a little bitch. I, I just like that drop. <laughs> <laughs> that's the theme of the day yeah josh that is actually two good examples but the most unhygienic thing in the bathroom is the sink is the toothbrush oh okay well where are you putting this toothbrush well we were talking about prostates and i'm not taking that box out anymore <laughs> So it's actually the sink, the the place where you get rid of all the germs and you actually want to clean the Why sink. Why is that? Because Be- it's the wettest? It's it gets used more often than the shower. Okay. Most likely if you um most likely the toilet, you know, things flush out of it and sometimes people have the actual uh what is it? The the bleach tablet yeah. that goes onto the the tank of the toilet. Ah. So there's, you know, that method. So okay. that's why it's like less uh, right. chance for being unsanitary. Okay. But there's still shit in it. So you just want to beware. Mm-hmm. You should always close the lid and then flush the toilet. Because so of you, the particles yes, that fly up in the We the all air. know, but yeah, we don't do who it. Who cares? But the sink, <laughs> that's where you wash all the poop off your hands, all the dirt off your hands. You know, if you, if you is there you is there copious the amounts of poop that are like under your fingernails at the end of your sessions? No, you make it seem like there's globs. No, it like just you, that's like just you ran it, out of TP. Like I, like I said, it's and you just shoveled the most it all out. Frequently used item yeah. in the bathroom is the sink, and everything kind of just pulls into the sink bowl. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't notice that that builds up. So it's not only, like even though you're killing like all the viruses and bacteria, there's biofilm that starts creeping from the pipe into the actual bowl okay so if you drop something in there like a contact or if you 
for whatever reason, drop your toothbrush. Holy shit, I've dropped my contacts <laughs> on the sink before. <laughs> and if you don't wash Am it I out gonna properly. Am I going to die? No, if, you're just going to get, you can get pink eye. Oh, God. If you don't wash it out properly, then you can essentially be picking up whatever bacteria is on the sink and then putting it on your face. And uh, one of the articles that I was reading online said that a lot of people wash their masks in the sink mm. with, before they disinfect the sink. Jesus. So you, you're washing your mask in the dirty sink. Even though you're killing all the viruses, you might pick up whatever bacteria is from the sink. Like, especially if you soak it mm. first, plug the drain, soak it, scrub it out, wash it. Viruses are dead, but then you get the sink bacteria to put on your face. Is it So instead of getting a virus, you're going to get a bacterial infection. Right. Which so could we're cause, all going to die. Which could cause we're all going to die? I mean, yeah, but just not right away. You know, oh, jeez. M- most of us will probably live another 40, 50 years. Oh. Yeah. What if you were to die of the incurable condition of being a little bitch? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how long that takes. Okay. Yeah. So, so uh, you know, more of the story, ladies and gentlemen, non-binary people. Um, I like wash, how inclusive you've become. <laughs> wash. Because <laughs> apparently people start yelling. Mm. Um, wash the sink. <clears throat> then wash whatever it is you have to wash. And that is story number one. Okay. Story number two is, uh, I'm going to ask you a question again. What do you think? Do you think that is it is a good idea for you to take a shower in your bathroom during a thunderstorm? I never would have thought that that was a topic of discussion. Now, something would lead me to believe that there is some fuckery afoot and that that is a very loaded question. And now I'm intrigued. Well, the, the, the main reason why I wanted to talk about this was a couple of weeks ago, we did have that thunderstorm and there was lightning striking like every 15 seconds Mm. which is so unusual for california but not unusual for the other states because california is a desert and we don't see any weather well southern california is a desert. well yes southern california northern california is a whole different country right we don't talk about northern california we don't talk about them no we don't (laughs) (laughs) you know you know some people you know some people i think from like reno where you know the place where they try to remain relevant uh, and you know, whenever I refer to Reno, usually I think the the correct way to pronounce Reno is Reno. And um, Reno. So, some people from Reno uh, refer to their area of Central California as SenCal, and it just sounds like a fucking supplement. Are you talking about Reno? Yeah. No, not Reno. Real- Fresno. Fresno. Yeah, Fresno. I'm talking. Oh wow. This alcohol is kicking in. Fresno. Fresno. Reno is in Nevada. Mm-hmm. Oh, do we have a Reno, California, though? Mm, we might, but it's it's not like Reno, Nevada. Who cares? Yeah. Anyway, wow. the answer to my question is uh, no, you should not. All right. Well, that's our show. <laughs> <laughs> and scene. Yeah. What? So, anyway, the reason why you should not take a shower during a thunderstorm is because there might be an off chance that lightning will strike your house. And since most of the plumbing is now made out of copper, it'll travel through the pipes, conduct through the water and electrocute you. 
If you're so lucky. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Which actually, you know, it that is like a very rare chance that that would happen. Although, you know, 75,000 people per year do report lightning damage to their house. Not necessarily in California, but just, you know, throughout the U.S. Oh. So lightning does damage, especially if it hits the electrical and goes through the appliances like your microwave bus Mm. or the coffee maker or something like that. Surges through the house. Yeah. Interesting. Yep. Also, you should never do roofing in a thunderstorm too, but you know, that's just common sense. Like, why would you do that? Do people do that? Apparently people do that. That there needs to be a disclaimer. Oh, so somebody did it yeah. once. Yeah. It's like it's like Homer it's going, hey, because of me. Now there's a warning label. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of douchebag is roofing in the middle of a thunderstorm? Well, because you can... Like with the hot tar and everything? You can see... And the shingles? I think their theory is that you can see the clouds coming and you're just like, oh, okay, maybe I have just a few more minutes to get this one section done. And then all of a sudden... That few minutes passes because you're in the zone and now you're stuck in the middle of a thunderstorm and then the fucking lightning hits you. It's science. Who knows? Uh, well, now you know, everybody. Check that shit out. Anyway, those are your, your foo facts and health and such for the episode. Now we know. And knowing is half the battle. G.I. All right, well, that was health and such, everybody. You know, we don't really get too many of those, but uh, we try to just squeeze out all the juice we can out of them while they're here. Everybody stick around for Geeking Out. We'll be right back. Geeking Out is brought to us by Bloodbath and Beyond. Get your next firearm at Bloodbath and Beyond. <laughs> you know that all that I actually thought you were gonna go like vampire route with that. Bloodbath mm. and Beyond. Ah. Uh, I was watching Blade last night. Yeah. So it was it literally literally was a bloodbath. No, yeah, I get that. Now you're, damn, that would have been better. Yeah. Fuck you, Steph. All right. <laughs> Well, Steph, there have been so many Spider-Man No Way Home rumors floating around, and it's been very hard to keep up with them, like photos, leaked ads, reported videos, synopses, uh, real and rumored. Mm-hmm. They've uh, spawned from a lot of countless fan theories, and um, I mean, which are the ones that you've heard so far? I mean, you can talk about the obvious ones, like the multiple Spider-Men and, and, and shit. Well, I mean, we know that Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield are scheduled to be in there. Are they, though? I mean, you, the rumors? have you seen the interviews with Andrew Garfield over the course of the last year? No. You haven't? So uh, a lot of people have been asking him. Not a lot of people. It's been what? like a, a good handful of interviewers have uh, at the end of whatever interview they're having with him are asking him. So what is your involvement with this new Spider-Man movie? And he continues to say, and I don't know if he's trolling us. It'd be he's not giving away anything. And with like a straight face, he's going I haven't, he's like, I have no recollection of even being a part of this. and But that's how he answers it. That's how he answers those questions of them hitting him up saying, are you going to be in this movie? And uh, so, and then when they ask him, are you, like, are you serious? Like, 
why are you answering it like that? You know, when they actually like right because try to get it out. You of know, there he might have signed an NDA agreement. Don't talk about it until the movie comes out. And if, it, if that's you know, if he really is in that movie, and you know, and by denying it the way that he's doing it, it does create the buzz. Yeah. for the movie as well. Uh, well, I try not to look at any rumors or mm. theories out there, like you know the famous or infamous foo does how many times have we gone through endless you know conversations about this is what's going to happen this is this is what the internet said it's going to happen and then it doesn't happen and then he gets mad oh livid so livid <laughs> he's Hit like both, i want nothing to do with marvel ever again and josh those two yeah. believe the internet because it's on the internet it must be true yeah so that's why i have learned not to read anything until the movie comes out, I don't listen to any theories. I don't listen to any podcasts about it. Like this I'll one? I'll just watch. <laughs> no, because, well, mm. only this one. Uh-huh. The one you're on. Because comicbook.com kind of sucks. Oh, shit. Shots fired. <laughs> All right. They do. Their credibility has dwindled in the last couple of years. Uh, they're, they're going more for like shock value with some of these... Uh, some of the article titles and it's just kind of and then when you actually read into the actual article because they don't expect you to i guess it's kind of lame uh they still provide some decent uh coverage and and information from time to time but it's just not 100 percent of the time which is disappointing for a website called comicbook.com right the foo has his other issues with him i don't i don't think he's a fan of their podcast either anyway uh well we're talking about this uh there's been those rumors with toby toby mcguire and andrew garfield floating around and so uh kevin feige has spoken out because i can see where he's coming from i I don't want i guess what he's saying is i don't want you guys to be influenced so much by these rumors that you go into watching this movie with some kind of expectation or heightened expectation and then when you don't get a certain aspect of what rumor you're hoping you end up finding in this movie you end up shitting all over it at the end you know what they have? Lowered expectations. Oh, for fuck's sake. We started watching Matt TV season one. You remember that? It, it was, oh, it's not great. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't hold up. Uh, I challenge everybody to, if you have HBO Max, you can go in there and watch a little Matt TV. Watch Matt TV. Um, I'm just going, I'm, it's just something I have in the background, and Steph's been watching it. So there's that. Anyway, yeah. Steph, uh, what Kevin Feige has been saying. And here's a quote from what he recently said. Uh, it's probably a week old quote, but he's saying uh, rumors are fun because many of them are true and many of them are not true. The danger is when you get into the expectations game of wanting people to get excited about the movie that they get and not disappointed about the movie that they don't get. So just like I said, he doesn't want people to go into this movie with those heightened expectations. Now, for this podcaster, uh, if I don't get my three spider man I'm fucking rioting. Would you though? Yeah, I, I mean, a Molotov cocktail is probably gonna get thrown. Like I, I would be okay with just the Tom Holland Spider-Man going through the different universes of the other two Spider-Men, mm. including uh, the Miles Morales universe. That's a cartoon, though. Yeah. Well, you never know. You as think long gonna... I would I would enjoy just at least a hint of it, even if we do not well, get the actual actors 
in some kind of form of Spider-Man suit or Peter Parker. I think we're going to get the Miles Morales down the line in this existing universe, though, because that's not supposed to happen until Spider-Man's a little bit older. Right. Yeah. So I think he doesn't... I mean, unless it's uh, he goes into a, a universe that is a little bit further ahead in its future. Mm-hmm. So that, I mean, according to Sliders, if you used to watch that on Fox back oh, in the day, sliders. that can exist. So um, imagine if he finds Sliders. Damn. Fucking Quinn Mallory and shit. You know, we'd never finished rewatching it. It got, it got, it got lame. We had one more season. We were so close. so lame. It was really good in those first couple seasons for it being like a 90s Fox show. And then it dwindled. That's what the fuck happened to that other uh, sci-fi show that they compared to X-Files a lot. What was it called? Fringe. Fringe. Oh, my God. That show was the shit. so good. And then I don't know what the fuck happened. They got too ambitious, I think. Yeah. It just, yeah, it didn't last. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, are we done with this one? The Spider-Man thing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're good yeah. there. Um, speaking of, we uh, not discovered, but we started watching more of uh, this new channel, right? Was it a channel? It, oh, yeah. It's a channel. Uh, it's also a podcast. Oh, cool. All right. uh, it's called Dust. Yeah. Their Instagram is Watch Dust. And it's all sci-fi stuff, very much like it's a what? It's a channel dedicated to a lot of um, uh, what's that show from back in the day? Twilight Zone. Twilight Zone. It's very Twilight Zoney in its way that it tells its stories. Um, so it's a lot of sci-fi, a lot of paranormal, a lot of like what the fuck kind of thing. Yeah, and they're the the reason why I love it so much is because they're shorts. Mm. So a lot of the episodes are no longer than twenty minutes. You'll get a couple episodes that are. Almost an hour long, but essentially they're... They're contained. Yeah, they're contained one-off episodes, and it really highlights um, the short story, which is actually a lot harder to do than a long story because you only have this finite time that you give yourself. I'm going to tell this story from beginning to end. How and visually, visually as a director, you have to give hints as to where, you know, why certain things that are going to happen later on are important. So you have to like show that something, you know, is important by giving a couple of camera seconds to it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So we've been watching a couple. One was this. Uh, I forgot what the title of it was, but it is it's only eight minutes long and it was a Western mm. and it was uh, a female heroine. Uh, up against like three bad guys and you know she has to defeat them but it ends up being like a girl's fantasy and she's playing make-believe which was i thought it was a pretty cute story yeah and then yeah yeah Yeah. gave me buffy vibes yeah because it was all dream and shit you know it was a dream or a coma thing uh yeah no it's cool but um uh, you chose that one you chose (laughs) chose that one, that one was all right, but there's others that are way better than that. I mean, like I said, I'll, this entire channel is very Twilight Zone esque, uh, very Black Mirror e, uh, very mm-hmm. um, what other fucking like Outer Limits kind of thing. It's oh, very uh, much Outer like Limits that. is a good one. Yeah, yeah, kind of like that, yeah. right? Or uh, what's the other one? Uh, Beyond Belief, Factor Fiction, from back in the day. Did you ever watch that one? Oh, I, I love that. That show. one was crazy because you got an hour, you got an hour long show. They gave you two stories, uh, very much like what we're talking about, um, that had to do with 
either paranormal or just something weird that happened. And at the end, the last, I guess they, they dedicated like the last 10 minutes of the show to asking before they went on commercial break, was this one fact? Like, is this one based on fact, like an actual true story that happened or was it just completely made up? And one of them is fact, one of them is fiction. And at the end, uh, usually the creepier one was the one that was based on a true story. And uh, and then, you know, that left you feeling a certain way, like you're all creeped out at the end of it. It oh, was yeah. pretty cool. Like, I remember being a little, especially being a little kid watching this, it it, it left a, a bigger impression on you because you're like, how the fuck was that fact? Because those would always come on, yeah. like, at, at night. Yeah. So like, and then it uh, it became syndicated, I think, uh, on Sunday mornings. So Oh, so... Yeah, yeah, during you, the daylight, you you know you have protection because it's, it's there's light out, so it's uh, it, it was on right before VIP with Pamela Anderson. <laughs> oh my god, I remember that show. <laughs> remember that shitty ass show. That and uh, Beastmaster, Xena, and Hercules in that order. Dude, I loved all of that. I watched that. Yeah, that's one way to spend your Sunday. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, what was it? UPN? Were they all on UPN? Uh eventually oh okay but i remember that was all on channel five which is ktla uh, uh or the wb it was the wb back or then? back then it was the dub 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 wb oh oh now i remember that yeah, yeah. okay yeah. um and then it became ktla well it was always ktla those are the was call it? letters for what? that okay. channel whatever yeah channel <sighs> five if you're in southern california yeah all right well um the i think the last thing that i wanted to tell did you want to Talk about something else? No, I really just, I wanted to share Dust, the mm. Dust channel with everybody. Go check it out. Okay. Uh, it's free. So it's not something you have to pay for. It, it's You can download it. Uh, it's a streaming service and it's completely free. And since it's like, you know, the spirit of Halloween is probably still in the air if you're, if you're listening to us on November 1st. Um, just watch, you know, get, you'll get a taste of it and you won't stop watching it because it's, they're really good short stories that are kind of like, you know, like a Twilight Zone type of thing. So yeah. uh, expand your horizons, motherfuckers. Yeah. Uh, last thing I wanted to talk about on Geeking Out. Now, this can be more, I don't know. This could have been also on the music highlights. I chose to put it on Geeking Out because it has to do more with comedy. And uh, I wanted to geek out about comedy for a second. And we talked about this uh, maybe a month ago, a few podcast episodes ago, about Bo Burnham and his uh and his new album or, or comedy special on netflix right now called inside uh for those who haven't seen it just a quick synopsis of this it's pretty much it, it's a it's a it's a collection of songs that bo burnham wrote while in uh the the covid fucking isolation that we were all in now specifically for him it goes a little bit deeper than that because uh and he talks about this in the special where five years ago he quit doing live stand-up comedy. And for him, a live stand-up comedy act, because he's, he incorporates a lot of music in his comedy. So a lot of his comedy is very music-driven, like a Flight of the Concords kind of thing. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. Stuff like that. So it's, it's songs. It's based on songs, kind of like a Weird Al Yankovic without all the spectacle. Uh, Bo Burnham put together this special where he's inside just one room. It's just a room. And uh, he has all kinds of camera equipment. At certain points of the special, you and he, he zooms out with the camera and you see a bunch of cables and trash on the floor. And throughout the course of him creating this special, he's aging. And you can tell because at the beginning of the special, he's I'm not going to say he's like clean shaven or anything, but his hair isn't so long, his beard isn't so 
dirty looking. Yeah. Towards the end of the special, you can tell months have gone by because his hair is like long down to his shoulders. He looks more deranged. Yeah. He looks more, you know, like actually like he's he spent some time creating these songs and going through the experience of, of being in isolation um, because of, of COVID. So and and that's and that's a nod to the times, you know, with it being called inside. He's been inside for an entire year. I don't think that. Well, he says this, I think, too, at a certain point in the special where he, he's like, it should only be a couple of months of this. But towards the end of the special, he's like, it's, just, it's almost a year. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. He's becoming a little bit more depressed or, or I don't know if it's an act that he's putting on. I don't think it is. Maybe half of it is because at a certain point in the act, he says that he quit doing stand-up comedy live because he was getting panic attacks in the middle of his sets. So he had to just quit because that's not something you want. And uh, he he talks about how uh, his, 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 I guess progression in that space has improved and he was going to get back into live comedy and then a funny thing happened <laughs> in march of 2020 <laughs> and he had to go Sucks. back inside and that's kind of what this is about and i think not only as a as in a, in a comedy sense from a musical perspective it's top-notch fucking music would yeah. you not yeah would you not say so i mean it's a lot of the songs, and we've played one of the songs in the music highlights, which was uh, "Welcome to the Internet." Mm -hmm. It was one of the ones we played uh, when we when we discussed him in that episode. The reason I'm bringing him back up on the podcast today is because the Grammys have fucked up once again and have lost another shred of credibility to a lot of people, specifically in the comedy community. Are people still watching or following the Grammys? Well, and that's one of the reasons I think that the Grammys aren't as relevant as they used to be. And people have been shitting on the Grammys for decades now because of the, the, the decisions that they choose to make. Like with who's a lot of on this committee? So... From when, when I discussed the the Bo Burnham special, I said he should win an Emmy for this. He should win something. He should win something. Right. And, you know, at the time, I didn't think to think of uh, that the Grammys had a comedy category. And that would be probably the most appropriate award to give this bar none. Like, it's just no competition. If he's on that lineup, he's winning it. Because, God damn it, if you haven't checked out this special inside by bo burnham i don't know what you're doing with your life like it's a really good piece of artwork like it's just an overall piece of artwork that um is easily digestible and enjoyed by today's standards so um let's see here i, I pulled up this article by variety and uh the album apparently is still going to be put on the preliminary ballot going out to the recording academy members but in the category of best compilation soundtrack for visual media instead of comedy album. So if it wins any kind of award, it's going to win not a comedy album, but the best compilation soundtrack for visual media. Compilation? It's a compilation. Now, while that may be true, it is a soundtrack compilation of songs right, right. for a visual media I don't think that that's the category that would best represent what this is. It's a comedy album. Track two of this motherfucker is called Comedy. Right. Yeah. Or what about uh, White Woman's Instagram? That's a funny, that's a funny fucking... Or, uh, or FaceTiming with my mom. Right. 
Yeah. Oh my god. Which one? All right. Speaking of, which one is your favorite track off of this album? There's a lot of good ones, but which one would you pick? It's still. It would still be "Welcome to the Internet." Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I like the tune, because you the the way that the tempo changes mm. throughout that song. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um. A, a, a strong one. This isn't my favorite one, but you can be. Uh, I can be heard walking around the house singing uh, this one right here. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's all it is. <laughs> it's like it's like less than a minute long, but uh, I, I I would play the whole thing, but then you know we'd get cut off from Instagram and, and YouTube. Well, of course. And uh, the, the, one of my favorite ones is problematic, and I think oh, I like that one. because it gives you this like '80s cheesy flavor, like Maniac. And you know me, I I despise the soundtrack of the 1980s if we're discussing you know like wait 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 synthesizer you don't like the 80s i think we've discussed this on the no no we've we've Mm, uh, discussed mm -hmm, this ag nauseum on this mm -hmm. podcast before steph wow Uh, not a fan not a fan of synth led pop music from the 1980s but that's the reason i love this one because uh it's it's it totally does not fit in with the rest of the album, but it's a very much a tongue to cheek. And if you watch what he's doing during this song, it has nothing to do with the words, but he's like doing this like, I'm a maniac kind of thing with a treadmill. Uh, he puts his uh, water bottle spout in his belly button like it's about to fuck it. Yep. It's a thing. I don't know. It's a silly fucking visual, but... Um, it talks about how you know you can easily get canceled these days if you did something like 10 years ago and he had he was aladdin for halloween and he regrets it uh this whole thing is just an awesome list of great songs that it's 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 artwork man it's fucking artwork and uh, you know what's what's funny about this decision that the grammys took is that you know back in the day weird al yankovic won a best comedy album with his music album before. So right. it's not like they couldn't, they couldn't associate with, why not put him on both is what I'm saying. They disqualified him from the most important one, the most relevant one to pigeonhole him into the other one. Yeah. Like I said, like whoever is on the Grammy committee is not doing anybody any favors. Talking about. Yeah. Like it should have been on the comedy bill. Mm hmm. There's no reason why you shouldn't have. Yeah. Now there have been some recent net, and I think it's I think it's because of the nature that all of these things are coming up on Netflix is that they're associating they're associating them more with soundtracks, which is not the case because there is such a thing as Netflix is a joke, which is its own category of stand up comedy specials, which mm-hmm. should be treated as such. But the people, the good people at the Grammys, just don't don't refuse to see it that way at least lately because bill burr uh won uh for actually it was a contender uh for his special on netflix paper tiger under the soundtrack mm-hmm. category uh jerry seinfeld's 33 out- 23 hours to kill was also on that uh but like i said it you know other acts like weird al which are more associated directly with what what the hell Bo Burnham just did with his Inside album mm-hmm. or soundtrack or comedy special. 
They're actual musical, you know, based songs. Yeah. Not rather rather than a just, you know, non-musical storytelling comedy album. Mm-hmm. So it should have fit the bill. And there's nothing wrong with him being a part of both. At least give the guy a fair shake at winning on one or the other or both is what I'm saying too. Like it doesn't it doesn't bother me that he's on the soundtrack category, but there's no reason why he shouldn't also be on the comedy category. Yeah. It just makes no sense. Yeah. And I know that you're only supposed to submit one track out of the bunch so that it can win, but um, the whole thing should just win. That's why I think that it should probably still get an Emmy if it can be considered because Emmys are usually, I was thinking about this earlier with you, Emmys usually are series. Right? Um, right, but I don't know how it works with streaming services. Well, streaming services have been allowed into the Emmys as well as the Oscars these days. Hmm, because Oscars is just movies. Emmys is TV or series. So they would probably group this into an Emmy category. It better win. It it has to get something more notable than just pigeonholed, put in the fucking corner, than a soundtrack category. Right. I mean, it's already generating this type of buzz. Mm -hmm. So it, it needs to be recognized somehow we're not jiving you when we tell you this is a good piece of artwork that everybody needs to check out doesn't matter where you come from doesn't matter what kind of walk of life you belong to this is a a piece of work um it's it's to be appreciated man uh it'd be a goddamn shame if this didn't get the notoriety that it deserves but you know a lot of great things don't and as long as more people watch it on netflix and if it gets more word of mouth within the last few years when they last you know, next few years, I I think it, it'll become that cult classic that everybody talks about. Yeah, I can um, see it going in that direction. You know, Eddie Murphy never won anything cool like that, but everybody still talks about those those specials that he did. Oh yeah, because those are classic. You know, Eddie Murphy specials. Right. So, uh, yeah, man. If you if you take away anything from this podcast and this podcaster. Uh, you need to go uh, check out Bo Burnham, and you can even check him out on Spotify or Apple Music or whatever you, however you consume music, YouTube even. Uh, the the songs themselves, which are cut up into tracks, like so, it pretty much doesn't give you the entire special because there's some talking happening in between the songs uh, that would kind of introduce what the next song is going to be about. Uh, the songs themselves are great, and uh, you need to check those out too. Uh, but anyway, uh, that, I think that's going to do it for today's Geeking Out. You got anything else? Nope. All right. Well, um, yeah, we're going to end this with, uh, with music highlights. So everybody stick around for that. The music highlights is brought to us by Shay Guevara. The finest Cuban and French fusion cuisine. Come home to Che Guevara. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Sounds delicious. Sounds tasty as fuck. All right. Well, uh, for today's music highlights, Steph, you know, I should have gotten this prepped. For today? For today. Well, with it being a, uh, a Halloween episode, I guess. I just picked some Halloween-esque type of categories. Or, oh, yeah, or, we're going to do songs. a little uh, monster mash? No, we're not a doing any of that. thriller? No, we're not doing that. Not doing that. Stop it. 
Um, I wanted to just play some songs that people don't normally associate with Halloween, but totally could be. Uh, for example, the first song I have is by one of my favorite bands, Queens of the Stone Age, one of the leaders in stoner rock metal, alternative, whatever you want to call it. Stoner is the main one, though. Uh, they have the song called Burn the Witch off of uh, one of their albums called Lullabies to Paralyze, which came out in 2005. So check this out. <sighs> Stone Age. That's something you can pop into your uh, playlist on Halloween so you're not just some basic bitch playing the same shit. Man, uh, you know, we were going to complain about this last week when our neighbors had their uh, family gathering slash Halloween party. And they were just, it just seemed like they just went on Spotify, typed in Halloween playlist, and all the fucking usual suspects came out like, oh, yeah. like fucking clockwork. Even that that new one, what like uh, I don't even know what it's called, but you hear it all the time, like on uh, on TikTok and and Instagram on the stories and the reels and shit. Uh, oh, is it that one with that that stupid synthesizer? Yeah, yeah. Oh man, it's for kids, but goddamn. Anyway, uh, up next, I chose uh, for number two, I chose a, a song from a band called Ghost. They are uh, from Sweden. They've been around for a little while. They won a Grammy in 2016 for their album, uh, or actually the, the single on their album back then called Cerise. Uh, very popular metal act. Uh, everybody check out Ghost if you haven't already, if you're into metal. But uh, here's a song of theirs called Hunter's Moon. This was on the Halloween Kills soundtrack. Oh, nice. It's been a long time coming. I'm coming back for you, my friend. 
a little ghost there for you um nice. yeah ghost is one of those metal bands that's not as they get the notoriety they're popular just not enough metal heads i've found appreciate them and th- then again i do associate myself with more of the old school metal heads that are just all about pantera and uh, and all the old shit um they slayer they yeah they they fail to um to progress with the with the genre sadly because a lot of the new stuff is it's not it's not bad um anyway uh last but not least uh today or at least this week in music history the year is 1969 and david bowie or bowie depending on how uh what side of the world you're in appeared at a halloween night at the general gordon gravesend england the gig lasted about 15 minutes after bowie bowie sang space oddity to everyone's delight and then dragged a stool on stage along with a huge book he then sat and read poems and was booed off stage (laughs) i'm sure he was trolling everybody that night but here's space oddity (laughs) by david bowie Ground control to Major Tom Ground control to Major Tom Take your protein pills and put your helmet on Ground control to Major Tom Sing countdown engines on Three, two, check ignition And may God's love be with you To leave the cap 
we've all heard it. Oh, it's such a classic. <laughs> yeah. Good old Bowie, man. R.I.P. And now in the middle of that, you asked me to look up another song. Uh, I wasn't expecting this, but you want me to play it? This, this is the song that is overplayed with those stupid ghost challenge, pumpkin head challenge. Oh, this is the song? That's the song. Oh, for fuck's sake. All right, let's play it. You know is to run what's got you distrust it's negative attention at best but call it nothing maybe you something a little bit a little bit maybe you something it's a little all bit. about ascension i guess don't put me to rest all right that was a uh, oklahoma by Jack Stauber. You know what's funny? It's, that's not even the part that they play in those videos. Oh, should I keep going here? Uh, if you want. <laughs> On and hand me your clothes. I'm going to skip forward here. Beers falling down at the party. Saddest little baby in the room. Fears don't mean fears don't get me started. I contain a little gray hair for every scare you share. Those aren't men. That's to the bend. only part that they play in Christ. those videos. Yeah. So I don't know if it's like. I think it's a tongue in cheek thing. I don't think people actually enjoy right? this. I mean, I, I can understand how why some people would enjoy it. I mean, if you like that kind of music, people do. Uh, yes, people do. And it actually sounded a lot better in the beginning. You can see why it leads to that. Right. Rather than just being hit in the face with that uh, chorus. What is that that he's using? Is that just that's, like that's a... a that's a synthesizer. Okay. Yeah. That's all it is. Because I'm picturing the, this tiny ass keyboard. <laughs> it's a synth. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's overplayed. So I, just, I couldn't get that out of my head. So that's why I said, oh, you got to play this. Because this is what's happening this Halloween. That's what has been happening all October. Everybody, uh, everybody can send your hate mail to uh, Steph over at, at foobarshow at gmail.com. You that. are most welcome <laughs> for that earworm. And I hope he dies of the incurable condition of being a little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get enough of that. You know what? Wait, okay. <laughs> that song aside, my favorite Halloween-esque song yeah. and it doesn't even have to be halloween it's just an everyday song for me is dragula by rob zombie oh, that's a good oh my god i, I think i played that, love a, that song. a couple years ago for yeah halloween. yeah yeah at the old house maybe pretty much i pretty yeah. much love anything rob zombie rob zombie is all halloween oh hell yeah yeah that guy that guy's what's up um all right well you know that's the show 
It's probably half the length that you're all used to, but yeah, <laughs> it's more digestible, if you ask me. And uh, Josh, this just showed we, we don't need you. Uh, but uh, but welcome back next week. And <laughs> well, you know what? We uh, Last week, we teased that we might have a special guest on this week. Now, they couldn't make it. Uh, and uh, we've had him on the on the show before. Of course. But uh, something medical came up, and we hope that uh, all is well. Yes, and please. we can even discuss that next week if they choose to be on. If not, the, the following week, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll just try to get them on at some point before the end of the fucking year. But uh, it's, um, it's a good friend of ours. Now, she herself has not been on the show before, but her, uh, her counterpart, her, her life mate has, uh, and I'm talking about Caesar Magana, he, he has been on the show through uh, his band, The Soaring Blackbirds. He's the guitarist. Oh, yeah. And so uh, his lady, Sandra, uh, has a bunch of Forrest Gump-esque type of stories. <laughs> she, uh, apparently, she has led a life and ha- a lot of... Um, she's gotten backstage in so many things, have, has experienced a lot of things with celebrities that are worth talking about. And I want to probe that anus. No, I want to <laughs> I want to probe that, that storybook. I want to... Storybook? I'm gonna open up the storybook and I'll examine it. I want to scan that journal. There we go. That's what I I want to scan that journal. Let's go ahead and spread these pages out. Let me lick my fingers. I'm gonna turn this page right here. (laughs) Really gonna dive in head first into this journal. (laughs) Wow, this took a turn. Uh, And and everybody over the age of what is it, fifty? Check your prostates. Is it fifty? At what point should I check my prostate on the regular? There, Steph. I have by a medical professional. You know what? If you not just check the prostate, not just check the prostate. Uh, I would say over forty. I am not sure of that because here I'll type it in right now. Let's look it up. Let's look it up because you know what? This is the food bar show, and we don't prepare for anything. Check your prostate. You let's see the what age. Ages, uh, men ages 55 to 69, nice, hmm. Can, uh, should be able to, should check their prostate on the regular. Now, you should check it earlier. You don't necessarily have to wait until that age. Mm. If you're having difficulty urinating, that's one of the signs mm. that your prostate is becoming enlarged. Mm-hmm. So don't hesitate to go get yourself checked out. Remember, keep your body clean. Yeah, yeah, man. Keep yourself healthy. Wash your goddamn hands. And don't sneeze on anybody. All right, well, that's going to be the show for today, everybody. Uh, Stick around next week for uh, some guests. And Josh is back. So um, just kidding, Josh, about the earlier thing. Um, No, you can still fuck yourself, but uh, welcome back next week for another uh, foodtastic episode of the Bar Show program i still thing. think mm. that we should have the foo on as a guest let's 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 face it he's not on the show anymore <laughs> he's a featured act he's uh he's rachel dratch in snl in her entirety in her entire <laughs> run of snl was just a featured act he'll just show up and everybody just goes crazy oh my god it's a foo yeah yeah he's uh yeah, yeah, you're you're Rachel Dratchfu. You're not Ted McGinley 
in everything either. You know, Ted McGinley would show up to save a series. Ooh. Like uh like Ooh. uh Happy Days or the uh, Mary with Children. He you know, he was uh, he was Darcy. Yeah. You know who also saved a series? Mm. Danny DeVito saved. Explain. Danny DeVito when he came on to It's Always Sunny. Mm. He saved that series because the ratings went up. Yeah. Before and he it came, got way more ridiculous oh as a comedy. So good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He'll be a guest one day. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Mm. All right. Well, um, <clears throat> thank you all very much for listening into the Foo Bar Show. Thanks for hitting subscribe and remember to rate, review, and tell your friends like a freaking champion. You can always get in touch with us and get our merch at foobarshow.com. That's F double O bar show.com and search F double O bar show on YouTube, Tumblr, Twitter, and Instagram. Check us out. Drop us a line and we'll fool it up like a couple of foos. Ah. Josie. And that's it. Signing off, saying, don't be.